Podcasting in the morning as opposed to podcasting in the afternoon. Do you? Mainly because I gradually get sweatier as the day moves. Oh. That's the problem. And then all of our fans think you're just a sweaty guy. Yeah. And I'm just a sweaty guy. Who sweats all the time? I am. I run hot. I run hot. I'm one of these people that runs hot. I mean, you don't just run hot. Maybe. Maybe. No. I am. Uh, you walk yeah. hot. Yeah. Do you do you run? I mean, you like dance hot. You don't run hot. I. You're pretty even keeled temperature. Have a fairly large, comfortable temperature radius. Is that a combination of words that makes sense? I get it. Yeah, and I, they get it too. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Like I can stay fairly comfortable when it's very hot, and stay yeah. fairly comfortable when it's very cold. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good with those. With those, so I don't. I don't think I. I sweat more than. I love it cold. Yeah. I love it cold. Yeah. That's great. You know this about me, because when I come over to your house, I'm like... We have to... Yeah, it's a whole panic. How can we get the, how can we get the house cold enough to deal with... How, how can we frigid up the house a the little bit? The Givens are coming. Yeah. Well, it's specifically this Givens. Yeah. It's specifically this Givens, but... Um, yeah, we pre-cool our house. Yeah. I, I passed on that gene to my sons. Yeah. Because when one of them was a baby, yeah. he was fussy and not going to bed, and my mother-in-law was staying with us at the time, and... And uh, he was in this, you know, this pajamas that covered his feet, this, you know, very, yeah. and it was because it was wintertime, it was cold, right. and he wouldn't go and to sleep. And they were so cute. Yeah, so cute. And I said, take that off of him. Take the the footy pajamas, just let him be bare yeah. skin. Yeah. Out like a light. Out like a light. Because <laughs> he was just, he was roasting. <laughs> You're in that burning bird. our child. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, I said, I said, if he's anything like me, he just wants to feel that cold air all over his skin. And he will fall asleep. That and sounds, sure enough, he did. Sounds majestic. Cold. I am majestic. Majestically yeah. cold. Yeah, I, th- I feel like like you should ride on a horse. Mm. Just, as long as know? it's cold outside. Yeah, no. By, Not by, on a summer day. Like, on a winter day. Like on the Norwegian coastline. Yeah. You're just galloping on a horse. Yes. And the snow is just, you know. Yeah. Drizzling if, along your skin. If I had my own Harlequin, your hair is just yeah. My own romance novel in the back. It would you. always have to be me on the cover with cold environments. Yeah. Yes, because if it was like on a tropical beach, yeah, I would look miserable. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> so hot outside. You know what? Cold people need the romantic heroes <laughs> too. Cold people. Yeah. Can you imagine going into the book section and you're at you're at like a, you're at a bookstore and you're like, do you, where's the uh, cold people section? <laughs> I need, I want stories that only revolve need, around people who need to get. Like, I need a chilly. cold person, Danielle Steele yeah. romance novel, <laughs> totally. and I need it now. I need a love story for a cold That's person. It. I want to see Jacob on a horse in the snow <laughs> because cold people are loving too. Just because we're we like being cold doesn't mean we don't need to be loved or loved in return. It's a little bit culturally insensitive. I agree. To think that they wouldn't. <laughs> in today's day and age, cold people deserve the rights as everybody else. <laughs> I think it's one of the last groups left that gets that cold, just gets the, made fun of the cold and nobody people. worries about it. Nobody cares. Right now, cut to somebody listening to our podcast, like in an igloo. <laughs> just like, yes! Ah, finally! finally! <laughs> Someone gets it! <laughs> somebody knows! Hey, Joe. Well, just, just when the next when us. the next ice age happens, they will rule the world. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, we've been training for this our whole existence." It's coming. It's an yeah. option. People don't yeah. people don't realize that's you know. The, the, There's a, a good of, possibility of that as a well, lot right? Of the, uh, a lot of, of of what we're looking at is is extrapolation of data, right? Like, mm-hmm. so how much you know? How that's such much a fancy will, word. will 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 uh, 
will frozen whiteness reflect versus, you know, pooly dark blueness, right? right and so right. then, so depending on how that is, you maybe things get hotter or colder at a different rate. And that yeah. rate is sort of the thing that, that you know, climate, uh, what, would, what would be the opposite of a climate denier? It would be like a climate... Uh, Acceptor? <laughs> no, like a far opposite. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, 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 like, like a climate hype, hyperbole climate. A hyperclimatist. Yeah, hyperclimatist. Um, would say that that we've got ten years because we're going to superheat the earth and we're all going right. to die. Right. So, right. Um, but one of the possibilities, if you're trying to extrapolate data, which is by the way hard to do, and basically the results are always wrong. Right. Which doesn't mean that we aren't, we shouldn't be doing something. We should. We're analyzing the data yeah. all the time. But. Um, Extrapolating. And we got to, we got to do something. I'm not, yeah. not denying that. This yeah. is absolutely true. But what I'm saying is one of the possibilities is you, you really heat up the air and then that causes moisture to get up into the sky. Right. And because there's more moisture, that moisture also makes its way up to the northern and southern tips, which get much less sun contact and right. still remain cold. Yeah. Yeah. Are they as cold as, as they were potentially if the temperatures go up? No, but they're still well below freezing. Right. So those freeze, there's now moisture where normally there isn't moisture, and then you get more snowstorms and you get more snow. And then mm. that more snow then creates the opposite effect that then makes all of us go into another ice age. Nice. And so then we die in ice instead of dying in heat. That's how I want to go out. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, wasn't there that movie, The Day After the Tomorrow? Data, day After Tomorrow, where the, uh, the Statue of Liberty the, is covered in, sure. in, in, yeah. in snow? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. so that's, that's one of the possible of extrapolations of the data. So we're, I mean, yeah. we're, you know, we're all dead no yeah. matter hey, what. <laughs> don't, don't worry. We're all going to die. Oh, hey. The question no, is. No, Noel's kidding right now, kids. How? Yeah, I am kidding. No, kids, I'm kidding. I'm absolutely... It's a joke. Yeah, we're going to be fine. We're going to pull together. We're going to do this. We are going to pull this off. (laughs) That's why we're here. That's why we're here. To help you pull this off. Oh, speaking of which... This is the Biofriendly Podcast. And I'm Noel. And I'm Jacob. And we're to host... For you. <laughs> and today's subject, although we've spent some time in the cold and the weather and changes and climate, which we always will, today's subject is back to school. No, my kids are doing that. They're going back to school. I this know, week. I know. Gonna go back to school. You mean everyone's bam, kid- bam, bam. Gonna go back to school. Doing the Huey Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I, I went way too high on those notes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, we're gonna do back to school. So we're gonna help. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that everyone else's kids were also going back to school. Everybody was only mine. No, it's every child, and it's actually you know there's a lot of people. It's not just the little kids. It's the high schoolers. It's college. Age. School's coming back. We're in August now, and uh, some have probably already started. Some early birds maybe, and there's some that are just a few weeks away from school's coming back. School deal <laughs> with it. School's back because summer is over. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was the alternate take of For that song. Fall time. <laughs> For Voodoo, fall time. Boodoo, boodoo. School's back forever. <laughs> All the kids are like, wait, what, what, what? Yeah, what? Forever? Yeah. Forever? I got to go to school forever. When you're in school, yeah. I remember being in school. It did feel like it was going to be forever. Oh, Like, yeah. do you remember being a kid in school oh. and feeling like, this will never end. I'll like, never, ha- I'll never escape this. First uh, <laughs> day of school means that I have a million days left until of school. It's over. Right, yeah. right. And then when you're done with school, like I've been out of school so long now, it's kind of crazy to feel like that feels like such a like a minuscule part of my life in the in the in yeah. the long game. Yeah, well your reference has increased. Yes. yes. My when of you reference. were yeah, when you were a 
kid, when you yeah. were just a little tyke of 10 I, years old. I didn't have anything you else. You had so. 10 years of time with which to reference, so a mm. year was one-tenth of your life. You are good at extrapolating data. <laughs> Baby. Data. <laughs> so, but imagine that, right? Can you imagine yeah. right now one-tenth of your life, the amount of time that is? So you're, you're uh, seven years old? Yeah. <laughs> so a tenth of that means that one school year would have been, I hate yeah. to break this to the audience, but one, like one school year would have been four years of time. Yeah. That's yeah. how long a school yeah. year used oh, to take Oh, they're going to put you. it together now. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to put together my they're age. They're going to do the math. The smart ones are going to be like, wait a second. That means he's definitely over 25, like oh. I thought, from his look and appearance. We found out he was lying. He was lying. But that's, can you imagine, though? Like, that's, yeah. that's what it's like for a 10-year-old, is they're not looking at a year of school. They're looking at four years <laughs> of school in time if you are the same age as Jacob. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? So, so, yeah, that's very true. So, so this episode is going to help parents, going to help kids, going to help uh, college students, high school students, whatever. Everybody who's getting ready to get back into the, the full swing of things, we're going to give you some tips today on ways that you can do that sustainably. Sustainable? Uh-huh. Sustainable. So one of the things that people often do is they want to go get a new wardrobe. I want a new wardrobe. New clothes. Yeah. Right? You want to look nice? So nice. Would you consider going and getting them secondhand? <sighs> Of course not, Jacob. <laughs> I no. only buy the top I of the only, line. I go to Rodeo Drive, and I get the top-of-the-line shoes. And I put Red them bottoms. on the bottom-of-the-line socks. Right. But that's like an ironic thing, because I'm, yeah. I'm a hipster, as you yeah. can tell. Definitely. By looking at me? Definitely. Yeah, sure. No, I, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so, I, I mean, we're fortunate. I don't know if this happened often when I was a kid, but we have awesome friends and family and people around us all the time that are like, hey, my son has outgrown these shirts. Do you want them? You know, and we get like lots of hand-me-downs and secondhand clothes. And I am fine with that. And I know my wife is fine with that. And since the sons of our friends are huge, we <laughs> actually wear them ourselves. Yes. It's not even for our <laughs> This kids. is actually, yeah. this was from a 12-year-old. <laughs> <This> <laughs> So no, it's it's one of those things where we'll get bags of shirts and and sometimes these you know these clothes that you get they're like in amazing shape they look like they were only worn like maybe one time if that mm -hmm. and so we'll get a, we'll inherit a bunch of new shirts and and stuff like that to get the the kids dressed up yeah. so well with kids clothes that's such a such a good point because you yeah. buy you buy a shirt. And that shirt will fit that child for six months. And, yeah, then, it's and done. then they'll outgrow it. And how many times can you wear it in six months? <laughs> right. So one way that you can help be sustainable is instead of going and buying the brand new stuff. And of course, I know you need some stuff that's brand new, like underwear, socks, things like that. Ferrari. We don't get those. Say, Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari underwear. Um, those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to get those secondhand. But for a lot of other things. And when I was in high school, we used to think it was really fun. My friends and I would go to the thrift store or the Salvation Army, and we would look for, like, the weirdest T-shirts or, like, butterfly collar, like, 70s shirts, and we would find all this weird stuff, and I loved getting that. I wore that a lot in high school. But yeah, I was, there was a I was place a called kid. Aardvarks when I was a kid uh -huh. that, that was out here, which was, like, a total secondhand thrift store, and it was the best. Yeah. It was the best because yeah. you could get very retro, just, like, mind-blowing clothing. And, and I love it. Mind-blowing clothing. Yeah, and I feel like the kids these days... 
Like what do they have now? Out of the closet or something? Yeah, there's right? out of the closet, and then there's there's a there's an. Well, I used to live in Sherman Oaks, and there was a place called Iguana Vintage. Iguana. Clo- Iguana Vintage Clothing. There's all sorts of like cool shops, and especially where we live. Look, if you're listening to this in California, there is no shortage of wild and crazy clothes because we're in the movie business, and so mm-hmm. a lot of these clothes from TV shows and film they end up in these places. There's this pl- place in Burbank. I forgot the name of it. That that that's specifically what they sell is like mm-hmm. wardrobe from movies and and TV shows. Right. So anyway, I encourage you to get secondhand, get hand-me-downs, you know, get cut back on having to get the latest and greatest for your kids. And thank you for joining our podcast. That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's it. No, second up is, the second up, uh, second tip is, um, a lot of times we feel the need to go supply up before the first day, right? Like, I got to go get all my school supplies. But. Yeah. Well, it's true, because if you don't plan. Yeah then you may find, oh my, I have to get up now. Like, right. for instance, people listening to this podcast today, you're already too late. <laughs> no, that's not the... What? That's not, that's not the message? <laughs> no. What I was actually going to tell them is, actually, go to the first day um, and c- kind of get an inventory of what you'll need before you just blindly go and get the supplies. Because oh. oftentimes, on the oh. first day of school, they'll break down what the needs are. Hmm. So you don't need to show up with everything in a bag, like you don't need to have every single supply because when you get to school, sometimes we'll be like, these are the things that we're going to be using. So get your inventory first before you go shopping. That's great. Yeah. Ask your teacher, what do we need? Yes. And then go shopping. And then go shopping. What an experience. Because instead, if you went out and you got like rulers, glue, uh, scissors, a binder, everything, you know, folders, blah, 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 blah. And you got all this stuff, all these school supplies. But you didn't need glue. You didn't need glue. They had a Dumbo. plethora of glue. You were a Dumbo. You were. Who bought glue hey. before it was time to get They well, had This glue. has nothing to do with elephants. Okay. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Sorry. So anyway, that's another way that you can save some save some green that's and good. be green. That's great. No, you don't because you don't spend money on the glue you don't need. Yep. Exactly. And instead you get, you know, paste. I make my own glue anyway. I know you do. Horses run for miles from his place. They can't. They, they, better, watch, they better watch out. <laughs> uh, trodden by the old Gibbons farm. Uh, oh, no, that's the glue maker. Uh, <laughs> bareback in the snow. Yeah, exactly. On a, on, yeah. On a horse. Hey, we did. We, hunting for other horses. We did reference earlier that I would be riding in the winter terrain on, mm-hmm. you know, riding on the back of a horse. Yeah, so would. that's what I'm doing. I'm collecting glue supplies. Atta boy. That's my, <laughs> that's my Harlequin book. The glue, the glue gatherer. <laughs> I uh, fall in love as I'm gathering glue. Yeah. Anyway, hey, horse lovers, I'm just kidding. It's a Don't worry. I don't really do that. Yeah. I love horses. Um, choose non-toxic and eco-friendly school supplies. So there's a there's a so this is interesting. Yes. Okay. Help uh, me with this. I did not know this, but I don't know how to spell this word. P h t h a l a t e s. Phthalates. Can you what? see it right there? <laughs> Shoot! Oh, I just, yeah. I just new hit the tab. Wrong. I just he hit hits the tab. No, there, new no, no, tab no, no. There button. It is. There it is. There just it is. as I'm looking. It? Do you see that word right wow. there? Wow! I don't know. How to, it's p p h t. So like, it's, it's like, like a fart noise. Like it's like falates. Falates. Looks like falates. Yeah, falates. So it's not Pilates, It's falates. It looks like a fart noise. It's like falates. So falates. So I don't know if you guys. This is that that. Toxic chemical is uh, is not good. I'm sorry. That was brilliant by what? the company what? that produced this toxic material. Yeah. 
They made the it. Smartest thing you can ever do. Let me teach you, listening people at home. If you're going to produce a toxic material, <laughs> no, give are, it a name that cannot be pronounced. Yeah. Because if you give it a name that cannot be pronounced, you cannot call it out as bad. Right. Can like, you say They're on the floor. Don't ever put thuffleholies in your crayons. They're at Congress and like, I want to take these lights out of. Got and it? Like, and they're like, pardon? Like so yeah. that was the biohazard tip of the week, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Yeah. So these are, they're a chemical additive. And if you can believe it, Congress banned these, that chemical in children's toys. I got We got to get the footage of all the guys in Congress talking Trying about Trying to talk yeah. about this. Look, I think the... <laughs> so they, they banned it in children's toys, but they are still widespread in school supplies like lunch boxes, backpacks, and three-ring binders. So that's just a little tip for you guys to be aware of, that some of these backpacks um, and and binders and things and lunch boxes still contain something that Congress took out of children's toys. So it has this unpronounceable chemical in it. Yeah. So I would encourage you to be careful when you're getting backpacks. They make awesome, like, recycled material backpacks out there or natural canvas backpacks. But, like, a lot of the shiny plastic models, they, they contain, like, you know, the, the PVC and the, and the highlights in there. So, mm. anyway, that's a, a tip of it, you know, a little bit of advice for you to be careful. Okay? Yeah. All right. And then everyday school supplies. There's all sorts of, like, recycled pencils, markers, recycled pens, um, 100% recycled chlorine-free notebooks. There's all of that out there. And I, uh, those companies will brag about it. They'll have... Uh, tags and tabs on all of them that say, hey, we don't have any of the rights in there. Yeah, and when no, you no, no, no. see that, yeah. uh, go ahead and, and try to pronounce it. It's a lot of fun. When, yeah. you're, when you're in the store, you're like, oh boy, I just bought a backpack with no fluffles. P-H-T-H-A. So it's like F-A-T-E-S. Falotties. Falotties. Up next, this is more for college age kids, but buying used textbooks. Buying used textbooks. Okay, used textbooks. That I I don't. When I went to college, I remember my freshman year. I bought textbooks, and it was so much money. It was so oh. it was so so much money. I, I was like, I cannot believe how many. It's a fortune. How many thousands of dollars my textbooks are adding up to be? Yeah. So then, very quickly after that, I remember discovering on campus a used bookstore, and that was like totally the saving grace. Yes. You just find these books that. Are, Somebody else's underlined and highlighted sections, and it's it's tattered and you know whatever. And you get to steal their notes. Yeah, exactly. But it saves you a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So if you have access to uh, used textbooks, or you know somebody who was in the course before you and they have it, and they want you know you can buy it off of them or whatever. But that's a great way. Um, and apparently, there's sites like eCampus and Amazon Textbook Rentals. I didn't even know that existed. Textbook Rentals, right? Nice. You can rent some textbooks. Well, and I've got to believe that these forward-thinking universities mm-hmm. uh, are, are starting to make some of these in digital format, aren't they, Jacob? I would, I would think so. I would think that I now... Mean, how could you not? Yeah. My mother and brother are both in education, and uh, I know so much of their work now is online. Right. I know that a lot of courses and classes now are online, and that's probably a, a much-needed growing trend to get away from textbooks. Mm. Yeah. So next up is pack a lunch. That's I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just says the average elementary school disposes of 20,000 pounds of lunch waste every year. That's 10 tons of trash per school. Yeah, you know, I wonder, I wonder if uh, universe-wide, yeah. if, uh, if we had, like, if you had, like, better food, 
mm-hmm. available for the kids and they did a more like a, a better job of putting together organic options and, right. and really high quality foods yeah. for the children in the schools. If it actually would be more efficient in the future, not now, when oh, you're oh, supposed to pack a lunch, it, as you've school, been advised. That the, the school took care of it. Well, right. So you've got you've got schools that are that are putting it there. The lunch is there, right? Yeah. It's already in the spot. They can deal with all of the the conceivably the school could deal with the garbage and they could deal with the preparation of and planning of the food in a more sustainable way. Right. If they had a reliable understanding of how many kids were coming, what the kids like to eat, what they were all about. And if, you know, provided again, one of the issues you have is that the food isn't always of the highest quality. Yeah. At the cafeteria, no. which you know I know some is sometimes financially you know related, not yeah. just because people don't want to have the food be better. Right. But um, I know it's just it's just interesting to me because you know yeah. packing lunch that that's that's definitely a, a good way to do it and it's logical. But there these schools are I mean they're going to be producing food for somebody. So if, that's true. I, I almost true. wonder if the opposite would be more efficient because if they knew what everybody was going to be eating and it was a and it was organized. Planables, you know. Yeah, right I agree. Away, you'd probably be wasting less food. Yeah, and I agree. When I read that, when it said bring your lunch, I was like, wait a second. Now we're just bringing more and more goods and items. And I mean, that's because... Right, because someone probably made a sandwich for the kid at the school thinking maybe they're going to eat today. And now but every, every bring kid's their, bringing their lunch, then right. it's just going to waste. Now there's two sandwiches. Right. We're throwing so, them so isn't that what's creating the waste? I don't know. So... What I'm saying is this latest tip Don't of bring ours. Your no. <laughs> this latest no. tip of ours has has some potential to go one way or the flaws other. Flaws. Yeah. Yeah. It. Well, I wonder if I want that's a good question. And I don't know this. And if you work in the school system and you know um, how lunches are dealt with. I did read when I was researching this online, they mm-hmm. do there is a whole program to encourage your school to uh, shop locally. For the lunches, like make sure you're not importing, you know, halfway across the country, some, you know, giant chain, but to shop locally for your ingredients for the food that are being used in the cafeteria that helps your city. Yeah, that helps everyone. So there's there's a lot of groups that help you do that. But I wonder I don't know this because I'm not in education, but they've got to have a plan for we've prepared lunch for students today. And knowing the average student that will eat at school and the average that will pack a lunch, it's got to change from day to day. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. very inconsistent. Well, it just, it seems like that's something that, that you could probably figure out a way to do very efficiently if the attention was put on it. That's, yeah. that's all I'm that's saying. That's his point. And that maybe that would be, if that's, if that is what is going on in your school, and in some communities they do worry about this. I know that, that the cost of food is a, is a big issue because they're trying yeah. in a lot of schools to, to provide free lunch for more kids. Yeah. Particularly kids from lower income families who yeah. have trouble getting their food. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. If you're like if if that's what's happening and they're trying to make that more efficient, make that a little better, and your school is working on that, then what we just said could be highly damaging to what they're trying to do. <laughs> so then look, if your school is like, hey, please eat our food, then by all means go do that. But if you're gonna pack a lunch, I do have tips now for you on that, which is if you're okay. gonna pack a lunch, so let's just say Let's you, suppose. Let's suppose. That you got to pack a lunch. You got to pack a lunch. You're not paying for lunch mm-hmm. today. You don't want to spend that money. The the key about packing lunches uh, is that it, we got to get away from the Ziploc baggies and the disposable single-use stuff. This mm-hmm. is a really big way that you can make a difference. There mm-hmm. are a ton, and I'm going to list some for you, different ways that you can get some eco-friendly lunch boxes and totes that, that your kids can use that you can bring to, to school and then they can bring it home. You can wash it out and you can reuse it. And you don't have to every single day be doing, going through plastic bags and plastic waste. 
Let's do this. Let's do it. So Let's we have some in. right on the bat. We have one called You Conserve, and that's the letter U. And then the next letter, letter, uh, word is spelled with a K. You Conserve Insulated Lunch Tote or Sack. Didn't we discuss how at some point everything's going to be misspelled? Because that our entire English language is all going to be wonky because everybody misspells things to yeah. get their, their brand. So that their brand cannot, or yes. because so they can get the dot com that's yeah. unavailable. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in the future, we're not going to have any idea on how to spell things correctly. So you conserve is a insulated lunch tote and sack. They're both made from uh, recycled plastic bottles. Okay. So that's kind of their, their claim to fame. Then there's Eco Lunch's three in one splash box. That's one that you could get. That's like a, it's like a, a box within a box within a box. Eco lunches three in one splash, splash box. box. Yeah. So if the box is in the box is in the box. Yeah. Then how, this isn't like a Russian doll, right? Because then no, you just got boxes and boxes. No, you just you, waste the air. You take out the, you, these you, guys are driving me crazy. <laughs> you unpack each container and use it. That when you store it, they can sit within themselves. Uh, it's just a storage thing. I was about We're to We're such men, are we? Lose my mind. It was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you just what? put a bunch of boxes and boxes? That just makes more plastic. This one cracks me up. This is, okay. I got to say, these brands, look, I admire what you guys are doing, but this one, when I saw it, it cracked me up. These okay. are zero waste containers and Tupperwares. This first one is called Life Without Plastic Stainless Steel Containers. Okay. Now, I like it. I like where you're going with, but this literally looks like Richie Rich's lunch. Like, really? <laughs> look at that. I'll put a picture up. Yeah, I don't know if I yeah. can see it, if you can see it right here, but it's like it's like silver. I don't know if they can see it, but it's like silver containers, and it, they look like they're monogrammed, and it literally looks like it's the kid who sits down at the lunch table. Is like, hold on, I've got to get my escargo. I've got to get you know, I've got my tea, and it just looks so fancy. Life without plastics, butt kicking. <laughs> <laughs> bully boxes. Yeah, like, I exactly. I like to call them bully boxes. Yeah, this this is if you send your son to school with this or son or daughter with this, they're gonna get picked on <laughs> because this looks so uppity. This is for those kids who yeah. you can't discipline at home because you're too good of a parent. Yeah. So you want to just send them to school? Let yeah. Them get and, ha- and let the other let kids they- do the parenting <laughs> for you. Get their weapons. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I admire you, life without plastic. I'm trying not to dog you, but you got to come up with something that maybe doesn't look like you <laughs> are, are are your kids. Like your kids eat caviar. That you are literally <laughs> Prince William's children, you know? Is Prince Harry? Prince William. Are they, they're both. There they're are both. both Prince William and Harry. There is Prince William. Prince there Harry. Is. I William, can't remember William, who has kids. William will be king. He'll be king. Yes. He Harry, will be king. Harry is the younger brother. Yeah. Would have been king had enough horrible disasters yeah. happened, but not probably likely anymore because right. William has children. Yes. And that has been your royal <laughs> lesson for the day. And that has been your royal family update by Noel. Then up next, this one's much cooler. Won't get your kids beat up. Uh, Bam Box. And I like the name of it, too. Bambox. Bambox. Bambox is a plastic-free bamboo-based lunch container that ships its product without any plastic packaging. (laughs) That's a lot of alliteration. I love it. Ships its product without any plastic packaging. (sighs) Unique New York. Um, So they are... That's a a cool way. Bambox. Okay. Um, I think we get the idea. This is getting... Is it getting old? This is getting ridiculous. I got to move out of the packaging? Tell us about the drink bottles. Okay, drink. Okay. Uh, Get a reusable drink bottle. You know that already. (laughs) 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 This next one, the the company of this one that they say, if your child child likes your drink to still be hot or cold when they sit down to lunch, consider investing in a stainless steel water bottle such as the... Now it's S apostrophe IP. (laughs) I can't. Sip. By S apostrophe well. No more. So. <laughs> no more hipster products. No more hipster products today. 
<laughs> what we're trying to say is find a, Go reusal, a reusable Oh, this container. next one will kill you. Clean oh. canteen with case. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clean oh canteen. My God. Look, we get it, guys. Look, you all want your brand to we, stick we've out. We've pitched a lot of nice brands, I okay. think. So let's, okay. I, I let's move on. The brand is irrelevant in this case because there's so many options. You just okay. need a bento box or <laughs> just like a, like, right. a, like, a yep. like something that is reusable. It can be stainless steel and meant for the rich, or it can be <laughs> it can even be plastic because you're reusing it. That's right. okay. Right. But the idea is let's not pick a, get a sack lunch filled with a bunch of plastic sandwich bags that we're just going to throw away. Right. We get it. I get it. Because what I, we're trying to I do... I am sorry. I wasted the audience's time. No, you didn't. That was good laughs. And now they have learned a lot of new ways to spell conserve. Okay. Clean. And sip. Sip by swell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, what were we going to say? What I was going to say is, um, the other thing we'd like to do here is to make sure that whoever is responsible for dishes at the end of the day wants to murder themselves. Is, is right. Is another, the next important <laughs> That's step very this, true. this whole kind of thing. I get it. I, so so the children should may, maybe work with your children to have them clean their containers when they get home. Have your kids do the dishes. Because That's what we're trying to say. I, 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 one of the things that how I pitch in the house yeah. is at the end of the night, because I got kids who do gymnastics, it gets pretty mm. late. Yeah. They're not, they, they could do some dishes. They do it on the weekend. They can't really do it during the week because it just sure. gets so late. And my wife's you know, working her tail off on a lot of other things in the house yeah. at that point. So I do the dishes at the end of the day. Right. And uh, we do this. We, have, we absolutely get reusable containers and, yeah, and, and water, too. water cups. And we take and send them to school and do that whole yeah, shebang. The water bottles. The, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it is, you know, it's your, it's my way of knowing that I must love the environment because every time I wash all those extra dishes, it does make me want to, want to do. Scream. Well, I want to slit my eye open. <laughs> right. 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 I get it. Mm-hmm. I, what you're saying is, it's a challenge, and and for those of you who are listening with kids, you know that is the challenge: is that a Ziploc bag, a, a a thing that you can just throw in the trash. It does make things easier, and I get that, and that's totally normal. We all feel that way from time to time, but I think in the long run, we've we've kind of you overused that right and that privilege to keep buying disposable things. So it's time for us to find new and creative ways to get that packaging. And if it is becoming too much for you to wash them, then you got to share that responsibility with your kids. You got to share kids. the burden. You got to share the burden. Yeah. Or, or take turns. Or, you know, as he said, just kind of take, you know, you, sometimes you just got to recognize, yeah. you got to recognize that, that, uh, that some, some of these steps aren't going to be as easy as other ones. And it's that true. you're going to have to just do a couple extra dishes. You got to check and, yourself before you wreck yourself. My, that is an age old philosophy. I mean, we've heard that. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Chickity, chickity, check yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Before you wreck yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, my point in telling this story is, is, uh, is, well, one, to gain sympathy from the audience. Sure. That's always top on, on my list. Yeah. Uh, but two is, is to let you know that we do understand, we do get it, that asking you to do some of these things, well, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't he... clean. <laughs> Really, I don't do anything. No, <laughs> um, no, but we like we get it. Like we we understand that it's 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 yeah, man. Like some of the stuff is is it's more work. It's harder. It's more yeah. more difficult and, and and whatever else. But it does make a difference. It really does. Every yeah. every day of school, which we've already said, is worth five four years. Four hey, don't age me to fifty. <laughs> <to another. laughs> don't you age me to fifty all of a sudden? He's like a five years. <laughs> five years. Do the math, years. guys. This guy. Think about how much plastic bag. Yeah. 
you're using if you did that every day for you know three different things that are in a, in a plastic and that's all that's going true. in the you know in landfill. landfills yes, yes so you know let's let's, let's, uh, let's work together Let's work together to be a part. Yeah. And, you know, I'll list some in the Facebook group. I'll list That's some products a, and stuff like that. But you guys don't have to. We don't have to go and list off any more misspelled companies. There's a lot of them. Needless right. to say, there's a lot there. If you Googled, you know, or use Bing um, and you went and searched out for things that are environmentally eco-friendly containers, there's a plethora to choose from. Who bought Alta Vista? Um, Bing. Did Bing buy it? I don't know. That's a good question. Alta Vista was a thing. Yeah, I remember Alta Vista. I used it sometimes. I re- dude, I, I look. You've already announced my age. I remember all of them. GeoCities, uh, uh, Netscape Navigator. Um, yeah, yeah, I I used I used Mama.com even for a little while. You remember yeah. the mother of all search engines? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves was it? Yeah, all yeah. those all those search engines before Google came over and took over everything. Go. Yeah, yeah. Go. 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 dot com. Go. I don't remember that one. Yeah, Disney bought them. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Just well, how about that? Um, that was a tangent. We, and we're running out of time. It's Jacob, fine. It's Jacob, like, stop. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, it's worth mentioning. Um, I've been, because uh, I, I research all sorts of green stuff that's in our social medias. Um, there's this stuff that's in uh, uh, some hand sanitizers and hand soaps called uh, triclosan. Mm. And uh, got to steer clear of that stuff. It's not good for you. It's not good for your health. It's being taken out of a lot of things. But some of the more generic hand sanitizers and antibacterial stuff, um, they put it in there. So try to find some that doesn't have it. I know that sending our kids off to schools to the germ uh, havens that schools can be and everybody gets sick all the time. Mm-hmm. Antibacterials and uh, you know hand sanitizers are key, but you really want to stay steer clear of triclosan. There's also another option. Okay. Wash your, your hands. Chin. Yeah, wash your hands. Of so, course. Kid, like, of course. Like, te- like it's, a, it's such a thing that, that you know, you, you remember as a kid, yeah. you, you know, your parents and your teachers just slamming down on you, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your yeah. hands. It's better to do that than to use hand sanitizers and alcohols and things that, that are, very that are true. murdering bacteria and then and not. Because you need, that's the problem is you need, you need bacterias, certain bacterias on your hand and on your skin. That's like a, like a thing that you need. Right. And you don't want to train bacteria to survive this stuff either. Just yeah. clean, clean, Just clean your, hands. your hands. I know. I know. I, it's, it's tough because I have two boys and I'm always, you know, when we're out, I'm like, you got to go wash your hands. If we're going to go eat dinner, right. got to go wash your hands. And they give me that look, that annoyed look like, Ugh, again? And I'm like, yes. Yeah, again. Every day. <laughs> Over and over again. You have Children? to keep doing this. <laughs> no, no. I know you parents. Kids are so funny. I know you parents can relate to that. When you ask your children to wash your hands, and they look at you as if, like, I hope this is like, the last time I have to do this. You're a monster. Yeah. Why would you make me do that? Well, I'm supposed to now you're going to ask me to brush my teeth. Yeah, I guess I got to shower again. And you're like, yes, you have to clean your body. <laughs> you have to be clean. Um, so that's another thing. And then, and then the last thing before we close it out is, you know, there's ways to help, uh, green your school commute. If you Mm. live close enough to the school and it's good weather outside, then go for a walk, walk as a family. If you, if you can, that's a really pleasant thing to do. Um, you know, ways to carpool and get to your school together. And then this is a key one that I hadn't thought about, which is try not to idle your vehicle outside of the school. Idling your car Mm. is a huge a, a, a contributor to smog and air pollution. So it's important that if you are waiting for your kid or dropping them off and sitting there in your car, turn off your car. I know it's it's difficult, especially for those. I, I lived in Chicago for a while. I know those those areas can be very, very cold. 
So uh, it's just the, it's important not to idle your car for a very long period of time. If you did for a couple minutes, I think that's fine. But if you're sitting there outside of a school idling your car for half an hour, that's not good. I do think that that uh, part of that also can be can be solved by you know doing your doing your best to time your your trip well so that you're not yeah. there as long. That's true. So that the idle doesn't last as long, and then and yeah. then you know and then. Uh, if you're, if it is a cold or hot day and there's an option to wait indoors, uh, for your child, that's, that's that. a way you can do that. Yeah. I know it's hard if you're waiting up front and, and it's, you're just there for a few minutes and it is literally, I mean, look, there's, there's places that are summer, you know, we're getting towards summertime or, or yeah, the beginning hot. of the year, you're, you're looking at 110 degrees outside. Yeah. And you've got the AC running uh, and you're comfortable in your car while you're waiting. Right. And, and, and like you said, in, in cold areas during the winter, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, if it's negative 15, <laughs> nobody's going to listen to us. Yeah, right. They're going to say, I'm, no, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, you're telling me to turn off You want my me to turn my heat off? <laughs> so that I freeze to death waiting for my child. Right. They're gonna tell. They're gonna raise the middle finger and try right, to kill right, it, which I right. which I understand. So totally. But like, if but it'll be a frozen middle finger. It'll be, it'll be so dead though. <laughs> it'll be like the end yeah. of The Shining. Just yeah. Like, yeah. You know. So, but, but um, but like you know, if you if you kind of look for ways to to limit the amount of idling by uh, or just by using your car in general is kind of the whole idea. That's using, the idea, right? Is, isn't that you do that through better planning? Yeah, um, and 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 finding other ways to to carpool, yeah, ride share, exactly. things like that. You got just less idling. Less cars means less idling. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then if it's you know school does happen during the spring, and it does yeah. happen you know during the during the, the fall. fall. So yeah. in those good times, yeah, if you don't need to have the idle on, turn off. Yep. So that's those. Are, that's basically it. There's a lot of things that you can do. That you. That's great. That was gr- that was great. <sighs> Fantastic. Um. This has been good. And so really uh, today we wanted to give you parents some encouragement, some tips on things that, you know, can help, you know, make sustainable choices as you're getting your kids back to school. And if you are high school age and you're listening or college age, there's a lot of ways that you can that you can get ready for school and, and, uh, you know, do your classes and not contribute to using so much paper. You know, definitely go digital when you can and uh, and make some good sustainable choices with your school supplies and your clothes. And that is. Terrific. Terrific. That's the that's the check yourself before you wreck yourself. So gorgeous. So so glorious. So glorious. So handsome. So handsome. This has been the Biofriendly Podcast. <laughs> we are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Sound years ahead of the competition. Saving the world eventually. Tantamount. Yes, uh, we said so. We glorious, already said so, so we handsome. handsome. And what was the one? Oh, oh was yeah, tang- yeah. Now I say it, tangential, but worth it. But worth it. <laughs> And check yourself before you wreck yourself. Chiggity, chiggity, check yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, so we may sorry. as well really, right. if they're going to do it, they should chiggity. Yeah. Thanks so, for joining chiggity, us, guys. Check yourself. We love you. Have a good one. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know why I ended it so creepily. <laughs> love you. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.